recording? Yeah. And hit the stream button here. Now I gotta find the stream button over here. Okay, and going live in three, two, one. And we're live here on Facebook. I'd like to welcome those listening in podcast land and also my buddy Rich. Rich, how you doing today? Doing good, Mike. So, um, yeah, not really much to share. Uh, just some, another normal, normal week. Um, yeah, it's nice talking with you on a Thursday for once. I think this is yeah. our first ever Thursday show. I think we've done yeah, one other Thursday show, but I don't think another one. I think we've done one early on. Uh, but yeah, it, we we had to do a Thursday show. We are we are going out of town. Me and my wife uh, for, to celebrate my father in law's birthday. Uh, and give him a big gift, which you will find out about next week. If you're a regular follow of the podcast, we'll we'll share the beans next week, as as it were. Um, but uh, yeah, so just didn't want Rich to have to do two out of three shows by himself, uh, and really, I think last week's felt like. Uh, you basically carried the show, Rich. I have to apologize. Like, looking back on it, I don't remember half of what I said. And <laughs> I think I <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but I think I fell asleep a couple times. I don't know if you noticed it at all. No, I, I didn't notice it. Man. If you did. I, last week I was dead. Um, and, uh, yeah, so... Quick shout out and get better to my father. Uh, so last Thursday, he and I went to a, uh, uh, a a concert to see Eric Clapton. Uh, on our way, we got home. He he said he was feeling a little off, but not terrible. Uh, and then the next day, he drove home and like had to take three naps at rest stops. Wow. Uh, and then got home and was not doing well and uh, was having some, some chest pains and they thought it was a heart attack. Turned out he has COVID. Ooh. Now, I have tested. I tested Monday. I'm testing tonight before bed, and then I'll test again tomorrow. But uh, I have been testing, and I tested another time in there. Tested like three times this week already whatever anyway uh in testing uh, i have tested negative every time so i'm okay uh but but you know it's uh it's a little rough but uh that plus being at work at 7 30 in the morning after getting home at 2 30 then being at work all day and all night and being there until nine o'clock at night to come home and do the show i was dead so thank you for helping carry that show last week oh rich and being flexible for today we have lots to do this week uh rich we have man it is almost the end of the cubs season maybe we'll talk about that and more uh along with um you know what? I have a big update. We, I have lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, esports uh, season for esports for the uh, for the, the the fall season has started. 
we're going to give you an update on that. Uh, and we have recap slash preparing for Mass Singer season. Rich, what else we got? Well, we got to go in the NASCAR quarter and give you an update on the NASCAR playoffs as we had three drivers eliminated yesterday, last week. And um, we're also going to look at the NFL to uh, give you how our picks did in week number two and give you our picks for week three. But, Mike, what do we got to do first, bud? We got to roll. The intro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. I could have done that all day. Okay, Um, and we're back. With that, let's, uh, as we always do, we are coming... By the way, not only the end of the Cubs season, but the end of our... Rich, have you done the math how long we've been doing this series? No, I'm sorry, I haven't. Okay, but we're coming to I, the... I don't remember when we started. We are in the final two weeks. We're, we're getting ready to start the last week of, uh, of Jock Jam Stadium Series, mm-hmm. whatever we're calling this one, poll questions. Yeah. This last week we did Whoop There It Is versus We Will Rock You. Rich, how did you vote? I voted for Whoop There It Is. And I'm not sure if you if you listened to or, or caught some of the show that I did solo when We Will Rock You um, won their matchup to get into this. And, and for me, I, I guess I got to be in a mood to hear Queen. And most of the time, I, I know, I... I know it's controversial. I know you probably didn't want, don't want to hear it, but for me, I just don't. When I hear "We Will Rock You," and then automatically the next song on the radio is every single time without fail is "We Are the Champions." I I, I just don't like the it's back a combo back song. Play of it, yeah. It's a combo song. But so, in stadiums, I, I went, but yeah, I went with the song that you. I guess I went with more of a recent recency bias with Whoop There It Is. Okay. Well, you and Jordan the Stroop, Mr. Yeah. Jordan Stroop, agreed. And uh, Rich, you guys voted for that, and that was two votes. Your wife, your brother-in-law, and I all voted for We Will Rock You. Queen takes a W. You are yeah. defeated. Whoop, there it is. Yeah, um, but by all means, and I was expecting those results. No. So it, it, it didn't, doesn't surprise me anyway that We Will Rock You gets, uh, gets a bronze medal in our little poll. So uh, just a heads up, and this is not, I, and I don't know why, uh, your solo is apparently a Facebook exclusive, and it's apparently was runtime only can't find it anywhere oh okay. so i apologize for that i tried to watch it this week and uh because i was trying to i 
have the so my coworker had been sick was sick a uh, couple days and then she had her her daughter had a, a baby today and so we were uh we were like uh what and so she hasn't been around and so I've had the office to myself so I could listen to whatever I wanted so I was listening to podcasts and stuff and so I could have potentially listen to your podcast which is what i was planning on doing and then i can't find it so i'm gonna continue to dig if i can find it it'll be one of those random ones that drops midweek as you saw last yesterday was when uh i ended up getting last week's show up uh and i i I, hopefully i can get this one up immediately today Uh, i plan to actually um but with that being said um tell the folks what next what and, and let's wait till Saturday. Let's wait till the normal Saturday. And really? I will even give you, if because of this podcast, people decide that they need to get onto our page and vote, and they continue to vote, and, it, and we will rock you loses, we can revisit the poll question next week and give them what the final results were. Okay. So this week's the gold medal... Welcome to the jungle and sweet Caroline. Man, this one I like. It's close, but not. I don't think it really is. I don't. I don't think it's going to be a close one. I. I know where I'm voting. I'm pretty sure I'm probably going to be in the minority on this one, but I'll be in the minority for it. So, okay. but we've been surprised by results before. We have. I've been shocked. Uh, I know where I'm voting, and I know where at least one other fan of the show will be voting don't know where everybody else will land all right mike so so we, the title of the show with was what's going on yeah and one of those things where we got to talk about is what's going on it's the chicago <sighs> cubs man how are we getting split with the pirates because we're not counting tonight's game that's, we're not it's still ongoing and, and then split with Arizona from from show to show, but if you consider the body of work, what right. happened the two days before the show? It was we lost three out of four with Arizona. Right. No, we got swept by Arizona show to show. Oh yeah, yeah, swept. But so it's only if you go out, Arizona. if you go out past the show, it's yeah, we got swept in Arizona. That's the f- man. I I think I can excuse the losses with Arizona. Maybe. Mainly because, maybe because, you know what, that when you're going up against another team that's fighting for a playoff spot and another good playoff contending team, those losses can happen. But for me, it's the losses against Pittsburgh and Colorado that really stung me. Those are games that you need to win. You, when you're you coming down the stretch fighting games. for a spot. And we, we we just haven't been able to come through. Nope. Uh, it's been rough. Uh, we're going to need to see better play out of our guys. And, uh, man, I'm nervous to see what happens. Yeah. I mean, it's – I don't know. I mean, I, I was really – the lineup construction has been one thing that's kind of had me scratching my head. How do you have a rookie – that has a five RBI night to include a grand slam. And then he's riding the bench the next two days. Yeah, I, 
Joe, I mean, or, I, I know or that they're not. Grandpa Ross has made some questionable decisions all year round. And I've, I've actually called it out on the show. Mm-hmm. I have. Go back. Listen. If you don't believe me, back category galore to say that I don't agree. I have never agreed with Grandpa Ross. First, I didn't like Grandpa Ross being brought in in the first place. I thought Joe Madden deserved to stay, keep the course. Tell me I'm wrong if I'm wrong, Rich. You, you no, were there. No, I, I, I think he. I hated that decision. Give him a little bit more time. Second, moreover, I've never liked Grandpa Ross as a manager. Never thought he'd be great. I didn't think he would. I've also said from the beginning, he will not take the team the next step that they need to go. He had a team this year that could have done that. Now, I I also have said, this is not the year the Cubs are going to do anything. Next year feels like the year that they're going to be doing things. The year after feels like the year they're going to be doing things. But Joe's decision, or but but Ross's decision making, I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, for me right now, it just seems like third base has been a hole. Uh, Candelario went down with an injury, yep. and he's trouting out Miles Mastroboni. Miles Mastroboni out there the, the past couple of nights because Nick Madrigal's also on the IR. Yeah. Christopher Morell, give Christopher Morell a glove and tell him to go out there and play third base. He's played third base before. Yep. It keeps his bat in the lineup, and then that opens up a spot in the in the batting order to maybe get one of those rookies like Bro Armstrong or uh, or Canario in the lineup to see if that that rookie bat that nobody has tape on can maybe light a spark, put a spark in there. But he seems to be wanting to play the veterans that got him there instead of maybe inserting a rookie and, to see if they can spark something. And by all means, they're veterans. Veterans, I mean, if you look at the history of, of the game, baseball is littered with veterans winning championships. But when your team is struggling, you got to try something different. That's the key, yep. And, and that's not being done right now. That hasn't been done. And so... I don't want to say it's a puppet. He's he's a puppet, but I also know that uh, he's not really doing much to prove he's not. I got a hard time with it. I'm not sure where to go with it. But yeah, I mean, we'll wait until they're they've officially been eliminated to start talking about well, what went right, what went wrong. And what we would like to see them, what what changes we would like to see in the off season? Because right now, and I'm going to be a season ticket holder next year, Rich. Most likely, yeah, we we are ninety five percent the way there. Yeah, I'm going to be a season ticket holder I, next year. Mm-hmm. I I have a say in this stuff, right? Like they have, they're answering to me, the season ticket holders, before they answer to guys that go once or twice, a, that pay for one or two tickets a year. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. I I like yeah, the team. I like the makeup. I think they've done a great job of putting a mix of veterans and and rookies, especially right now. That expanded roster is looks great. Like, how do you not get excited about it? You know how? Get swept by the Diamondbacks. But the Diamondbacks are a good team contender. Okay. Granted, you had a four-game lead before you started that series. You had a four-game lead. Yeah. And they came to Wrigley. And through splitting and getting swept, playing them in Chicago and Arizona, now you're a game and a half in back of them in the standings. Yeah. For the second wild card. The second wild card, by the way. And aren't we tied with uh, the Reds? I, I don't know well, the I don't know right now. I didn't see what today did, but at, I got this up. I, okay. I got it up right well, now. Pending without factoring into tonight's game. We have a half a game lead on Miami for the for the third wild card. Pending the results of tonight's game. So essentially we could be tied. Yeah, right now, top of the ninth, it's five to four Pittsburgh. So if we so at win best, tonight, so- we've got a full we've got a full game lead over Miami and a game and a half above the Reds. If we lose we're tied with Miami for the third wild card, and Miami holds the tiebreaker due to tiebreakers now being decided by the regular season record, head-to-head record. There, was, yep. there is no longer a, a one-game winner-take-all uh, tiebreaker game to decide tiebreakers. It's all done on in-season records. Which basically puts us half a game up on uh, Cincinnati. Yep. And we and it'd be a half game up on Cincinnati if we can't complete the comeback. And Cincinnati also owns the tiebreaker against the Cubs. So the Cubs, if the Cubs are going to have to get in it, they're either going to have to win ball games or hope that Miami and Cincinnati don't play don't play up. Also, can't win games if they're going to make the playoffs. By the way, uh, I will go on record in saying, if the playoffs for were right now, everybody wants to play the Cubs. The complete opposite I said a month ago. A month ago, nobody wanted to play the Cubs. The Cubs were the team. Right now, everybody's like, okay, well, Cubs are coming in town. That's an easy game. That's an easy series. We're good. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It, 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 so far, it, it's they're – it's almost last week I was saying, you know what, they're, they're in a little bit of a rough stretch. Yeah. Now it's the ship is taking on water. Yeah. Is there enough time to patch the holes and right the ship, or is it going to go keep going down, or are they going to go completely underwater and fall out of the playoff picture? Now, how they're playing right now. I will argue, and, and again, um, mm, yeah. I'll argue by the time we get to Atlanta coming into town, there very well could be a re- the Atlanta could be resting their team. They could be. Cause, and you know Milwaukee is going to be resting their team. Yep. They're, rota- they're going to be setting up their rotation for the wild card matchup, possibly against these Cubs. Yeah. Yep. So, um, and by the way, by the way, if Milwaukee were smart, 
as of right now, you almost you almost let the Cubs win that series, don't you? Because then you're playing the Cubs with a, with home field advantage. Now, granted, Milwaukee isn't much of a home field advantage for when the Cubs come to town, but you own you. You have owned the Cubs this year. You have more tape on them than anybody, more experience with them on anybody. Don't you – wouldn't you prefer – see? like, again, the Reds have actually been playing kind of hot recently. The the, 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 um, the, the Miami Marlins, they're playing pretty well. Yeah, over the last ten games, the Cubs are three and seven, the Fish are five and five, and the Reds are six and four. Yeah. Over the last ten games. Yeah. If you are if this trend continues. By the way, if this trend continues, it doesn't matter because the Cubs will be so far out of it. We'll be resting our guys at that point. Yeah, because I mean some of these young pitchers, Justin Steele. Justin Steele, Jordan Wicks, Javier Assad, they're they're I know they've gotta be getting really close to reaching career levels for innings pitched. Yeah. So here's a question for you. At what point do the Cubs say we're truly out of contention? Let's Steel needs Steel needs some time off. Assad Maybe we're not going to use him here and there. Like, at what point do we let these guys, do we rest guys? Because we know that, I mean, again, when you look, and I hate doing this, but if you start to look at, at analytics, analytics tell you that you should be, the Cubs should be, uh, should should uh, these guys should start resting you don't want to throw these guys out there that hard because once you get to a certain point in innings pitched for a year your next year suffers because of it a lot of times at what point do we start do we start looking at resting guys i don't think they'll start having those discussions or you'll see that trend until they've dropped out. If there's a if they go into the Milwaukee series either in this in a playoff spot or within a game, I think that they're going to go for it. Let's say we let's say the Rockies sweep us, right? So that's four games against the Rockies or three games against the Rockies. Three, let's say say the Rockies, the Rockies sweep us and the Marlins. Let's say they winning. they keep winning. Now we're sitting. Three game, we're sitting three games back, right? Theoretically, with five to go. Okay, let's say we lose one of the Atlanta ones. Yeah, if we go into Atlanta on a four-game losing streak, and and I think it all depends on what. What happens by Does, the time we get to Atlanta? If we to see how many games are back. If we're back four games going into the Atlanta game, that first one, and I, I don't, I don't, I haven't looked at it, but let's say Steele is the one slated to take the mound. 
right now steel is slated to go i believe they have him going in one of the atlanta games okay let's let's say that it's the first atlanta game just for grins and giggles right that's okay if it's the first game they're down four games overall uh, or they're down essentially four games overall versus the marlins they only have five games or six games left. Your, your management, your ownership, your lead, you're the leadership. Do you think? Do you tell them, hey, let's not uh, put Justin out there, or let's have a quick leash on Justin because we don't want him to pitch too much. I think you almost gotta do a quick leash because if you're still in it, by the time you get to Atlanta. If you're if you're in that third wild card spot and you have Steele pitching Tuesday in Atlanta, but what if you're down three games going well, into that? If you're that down game? three, I think you adjust the rotation and you give him a couple extra days of rest. Right. The only and then you give him a couple is... extra days of rest, and then now you're you're completely eliminated. Now do you just sit him down for the rest of the season? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. with Steele, I think probably. I just I, – I don't like where they're at right now. I have the recipe. Win games. And that's exactly what they need to do is win games. So, Mike, speaking of winning games, they have three against the Rockies to wrap up the home season schedule at Wrigley Field. Yep. And then they're going down to Atlanta for three games during the week. And then they're going up to Milwaukee, Wrigley Field North, for a Friday night Set. game. I think we might not get, we might end up dropping that one if we record on Friday night. That I, game might not be final yet. I'm gonna commit to Saturday morning as long as you can. Like, it, unless it you have a reason not to do Saturday morning that week, I want to. I'm looking forward back to my cup of coffee and the, and talking and talking sports. I think we can do that. So. Um, Seven games. Seven, Seven games. games. They have to win four. If they don't win four of these games, sit them all. Put all the rookies out there. Start it with an extended. It, if if they don't win four games, those last two games in Milwaukee better be better be ex, uh, expansion roster guys pretty much exclusively. You don't need, leave your. Leave every rookie in you can. Get rid, do it. We don't need any of the rest. We're done. If we don't win four games at minimum. Yeah, I, I'm going to go four as well. I'm leaning toward right the way they're playing right now. I'm almost leaning towards two. I'd like to give a two or a three, but I'm going to go with what they need to get, not what they probably will get. So I'll, I'll go four as well. Okay, Rich. We also, speaking of baseball, we have a special announcement. Uh, as we always do, we'd like to do a playoff preview before the series start. Series starts, uh, so we will uh, Tuesday, October second. Look for a Tuesday evening, probably around nine o'clock is what I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. uh, let's look at a Tuesday at the second at around two o'clock. No, it'd be Wednesday. It'd be the third. It's the third, Rich, because the first is a Sunday. It's the third. Anyway, Tuesday yeah, it would be the third, or or Tuesday the third, Monday or the two Monday or Tuesday, sometime before the playoffs start. 
on Wednesday the 4th. And this is going to be an exclusive baseball-only... Yep. All we'll be doing on this episode is going through the playoff, going through the bracket, because all the teams will be finalized by that. Yep. By that time, and we'll be looking back about how our predictions did from what we said at the beginning of the season, and we'll give an updated post pre postseason ALCS, NLCS, and World Series. And we already know that the teams that we predicted aren't going to be there. No, we did terrible this year. Uh, we'll also give you a snippet of our feeling towards the Cubs. Yep, but just baseball. You won't get any net for that episode. There will be no NASCAR or NFL, just baseball. And we're not going to give you a full rundown. Like, we, we maybe it, we'll see how that day, night goes, how that night looks. Uh, we probably won't do a full, it'll probably be like a 20 minute episode uh, instead of a full hour long. But we'll. We'll get we'll cross the bridges when we get there, and we'll see what we have to talk about later in the week. Uh, maybe if some big sports thing comes up, like Tua breaks his neck again or something. I don't know. Um, okay, with that, Rich, let's keep going in making left turns, and do you see what's coming up? Mike, is it a left hand turn? It is, and after that, it's another left hand turn. And why is that, Rich? Well, Mike, because we're going to go into the NASCAR corner presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. Check them out in Moline, Illinois, down on Fifth Avenue, or you can find them on eBay. Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. So, Mike, last week we were in Bristol for the Bass Pro Shops Night Race. Yeah. Um, yes. I actually did, do remember I did get to watch some of this. I did. Yeah, I did. I yeah, I, I watched the race too. A little, little disappointed. A little, maybe a little bit of frustration with with the two straight rain delays. But we, we yeah. they got the race in. We got to watch the race. Uh, so I, I, it was good. Uh, your guy Denny Hamlin wins the race. Yeah, was your race not winner. when I needed him to. But I love seeing Denny win, so I'm okay with that. By the way, the best line. Uh, this year in NASCAR. Uh, for some reason, Denny Hamlin has become someone everybody hates. I don't know why. Um, I find it a little weird. I like the guy, but whatever. You guys, I'm not here to argue that. But uh, he was getting quite booed. He was. And he gets he on the mic and he and he says, uh, All your favorite drivers? Yeah, I beat them. All of them. Mic drop right there, bro. Like, what else is there to say? Yeah, and didn't he was kind of cocky with the uh, pre-race introductions too? Because I guess with the Bristol night race, the drivers introduced themselves. Oh, okay. and he comes out to the mic. And he just says, "You know," and keeps walking. I didn't see that. That yeah. we so we started uh, right as they were like as they were taking off, and then they pulled it into the pits before they started the race. That mm-hmm. section there, that's where we got to. We didn't even we didn't see the driver introductions, but man, I, I didn't either. I, it was something that was played. Uh, I saw the highlight of it afterwards after the, it had, they had talked about it. All right, Mike. So on the playoff side, uh, you picked Kevin Harvick, who finished 29th. My pick of Chris Busher came in fourth. Yeah, 
Yeah. Tell them how the non-playoff drivers did, Mike. With non-playoff drivers, my pick of Chase Elliott finished seventh. Eric Amarola finished 18th. Rich, that means in the playoffs, I am four and two uh, overall. Yeah, for the playoffs. Overall standings, it's 20 to 17. Me. Yep. Okay. Uh, with this week, we have just started the second round of playoffs. So, we've eliminated four drivers from the playoff standings. Rich, who yep. were those four drivers? Getting eliminated were defending Cup Series champion Joey Lugano, re the retiring Kevin Harvick, and then two guys that probably were surprise playoff, playoff entries due to race wins. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and Michael McDowell. Yeah. Um. So your so your playoff drivers right now, the four that are sitting below the cut line with this next round of playoffs are Bubba Wallace, Ryan Blaney, Brad Keselowski, and my championship pick and my kind of favorite driver. Ross Chastain. Above the line, you have Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell, Kyle Busch, Chris Busher, Kyle Larson, Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr., and William Byron. Yes. Well, for this round of the playoffs, we'll see the we'll see the cars going to Texas, the Charlotte Roval, and Talladega. So three very different race tracks. Yep. Um, probably what um, is Dallas? Is uh, Dallas more of a tri oval or just? A yeah. So it's a traditional tri. It's it's more of a traditional okay. style tri oval. Um, yep. So the roval, the roval, obviously being a road course. Yep. In an in a with a oval. An oval. Yeah, and those I actually like those um, because at times you get the super high speeds of the banks. But then you also get the, the technical aspects. Like, for NASCAR drivers, you get their ultimate skill. The ultimate skill in NASCAR is not driving. It is turning left in high banks on cars that really... I mean, they're just giant engine, giant power horse engines, rear-wheel drive, very little in suspension. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't come at me, all you reply guys, all you guys out there. I get it. There is, like, they, ha they have tools with the suspension they can do. But in general, the suspension is not designed for left and right turns. These cars are designed to do one thing and one thing really well. And that's high banks and turning left. And that's it. And so when we start seeing these cars in the Rovals, you get that highly technical stuff. You see guys like your Eric Almarolas. You see your your road, quote unquote road course ringers come in and be able to throw the like in in actual road courses. You see those guys throwing those cars around using their car control to do amazing things and make the the regular NASCAR guys not look so great. But the best part about the Roval is that in the middle part where you're going through the the ziggity zaggity stuff inside the road course part of it 
those guys get a bit of a lead. But then on the back stretch, you come up and you slide in and it's pedal to the metal and high banks and turn and left. And your NASCAR, your guys that are traditional NASCAR guys, those guys come in. And don't get me wrong, they can throw a car left and right, but that's where they shine. And you're, this is where, this is, the Roval is the one, one of those places, especially the Charlotte Roval, I can't wait to see Von Ginsburg race at the Charlotte Roval. Because in the, and by then he'll have enough built up stuff that he'll be good at the, the, the high bank stuff. But his best, his best tricks, his best skills are road courses. That's why he won. But his best, but once he gets on those, those high banks, look out for your traditionalist. So just something to think about. Sorry, we that's what, next yeah, week or two weeks away? Yeah, that, that, that's next week, Mike. So save, save some for next week. Okay. To talk about the role. And then, of course, you have the unpredictable super speedway of Talladega for the... For I want to go fast. All right, Mike. So this week they are in Dallas. You've yep. been to Dallas. Love that track. Texas Motor Speedway. Love that I that is a place that I would go back to as much as anything because the camping is amazing. They take care of you there. Uh, Rich, if you're going camping somewhere, can I please recommend go down? Like, I know it's an extra five hours, eight hours after after uh, Kansas City. But honestly, totally worth it. If you're uh, tent camping, if you're tent camping, they have it right next to the potty, the bathroom area. Not like so that you could smell it, but so it's not that far to walk. And then when you get, it, they have showers and it's nice and it's clean and they do a great job of making sure it gets cleaned up. Highly recommend. All right, all right, Mike. Um, so my uh, my playoff driver finished ahead of yours. So uh, with the with my pick. Uh, for a playoff driver, I'm going to go with Tyler Reddick. Okay. So uh, Reddick's had a good track record at the track. He won. He's won this race before. He's finished runner-up. He's finished ninth, and he's finished fifteenth. So I, I like my chances with uh, Tyler Reddick. Yeah. Uh, down in the Big D. That's that is a good. Uh, that's a good pick. Um. think because I was gonna go I, I had a different guy okay I'd originally picked Ryan Truex Jr. which I really do like that as a pick who are you gonna change to Mike you you have you have the ability to change if you so choose I'm gonna stick I'm gonna stick with it I'm gonna stick with Martin Truex Jr. but I do reserve the right to say I should have done. I should have changed it. And my secondary, and it doesn't count for anything. Ryan Blaney, look out for him. Who do you want? It, it, it's Martin Truex Jr. No, I'm taking. Okay. I'm picking Martin Truex Jr. But okay. look out for Ryan Blaney. That's all I'm saying. Okay. okay. I, I like Ryan Blaney at this track too. I was. I contemplated picking him as well. 
both Reddick. Oh, Blaney's going to be in my fantasy life. Yeah. So he's got 100%. a good track record down in Dallas, too. Mike, who is your non-playoff driver? I'm going to go with the guy I picked last week as my playoff driver. He's got nothing nothing to lose. What's What does Kevin Harvick have to lose right now, Rich? Nothing. He just wants to put on a good show for his fans. He can, he can spin out Ross Chastain, Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin. He could spin out Martin. Tr- he could spin out every driver on that track right uh, this week. And what's NASCAR going to do? You got to sit for the rest of the season. Okay. No, they wouldn't want that. That'd be a PR nightmare. Right. The man has nothing to lose. When you have nothing to lose, you have everything to put it all on the line. Why not? Look out for Kevin Harvick. All right. I don't know if the guy – I was impressed with the driver that I'm going to pick last week at Bristol, so I'm going to go with him again because I'm just not sure who to pick for a non-playoff driver. Uh, So I'm going to go with the rookie that's filling in at Legacy Motorsports and go with Carson Ocharvon. I like that pick. Rich, take us out. All right, so that was the NASCAR Corner presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. Find them on eBay or on, or go down and visit them in person at Fifth Avenue in Moline. So, Mike, let's go from the concrete over to the gridiron, Mike. So, Mike, let's go ahead and start with the locks of the week. How do we do? Well, Rich, your lock of the week, you picked the Saints over the Panthers, and those Saints pulled it off 20-17. to 17. I picked the Cowboys over the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. And sure enough, the Cowboys are looking good. Look out for them this year. They are hot. Rich, we picked some upset specials. How'd they go? Well, Mike, I picked the Falcons over the Packers, and they pulled it off of the last second field goal. 25-24 Falcons improving my mark to 2-0. Mike, you picked the Commanders over the Broncos, and that was another close game as it came down to the Broncos needing to execute a two-point conversion to win, to tie the game, to tie the game, to send it into overtime, and the Commanders held up. I mean, I'm not going to... stop the two-point conversion, and it was 35-33, Commanders. I'm not going to turn down that pick, that win. But uh, that was definitely pass interference in the uh, end zone there. All right. And then the Bears. Yep. The Bears, they lost 27 to 17. So, Mike, we are both 0 2 in picking the Bears. I don't, I don't I think. I have a feeling that's going to change I, next week. I think we're going we're gonna to get one on the, the correct pick side this week. I think so, too. So, Mike, we got to talk about what's going on with the Bears. <sighs> their, their defensive coordinator uh, resigned. So he had not been with the team for since the beginning of the year, basically. Yeah, he made the trip down. He made the he was in he was with the team for week one, but did not make the trip down to Tampa. Right. And he resigned due to uh, the take care of a medical issue, health and and health health and family issues, I guess. Uh, We'll see. I'm sure something more will come out of that. We'll find out more. Um, Man. That puts Matt Eberflus in a tough spot. Uh, he is now forced to take the defense on, which not a terrible thing, but uh, he needs to find somebody and find somebody quick to take on that 
those duties as he has a quarterback that he needs to to rein in. And in fact, Justin Fields made some comments this week. Speaking of what's going on, Justin Fields made comments yesterday uh, in pre-practice press conference where after the meetings but before the press conference or before practice he basically went out and said uh i i will do my best to summarize the entire t not just mm-hmm. cut and, and pick and choose um so he said he was playing robotic and he's been he was he's been two in his head in his own head this week or these last few games and he's just not playing like himself he's not letting his natural abilities and instincts take over and help him uh, win these games. And uh, with doing that, um, he just needs to stop doing that. And uh, a reporter, as any reporter should and did do, uh, said, what's causing that? His first statement immediately was, maybe it's coaching. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. But... People jumped onto the bandwagon because it was the first thing out of his mouth. Coaching. Um, then Matt Eberflus had his uh, and upon basically gets thrown out to the Wolves right as he's finding out what was said. Does a great job of saying, well, we appreciate his feedback. We need to take it. We need to do everything we can to work with him to make him feel comfortable and get him playing better. Then, immediately after practice is over, uh, Justin Fields says, "Hey guys, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say something. Can we get everybody over here? We need to get, get everybody over here." I got a backpedal. Um, back. I'm not blaming anybody. In fact, if anything goes wrong on the field, you know whose fault it is. It's mine. That's word for word what he said. I don't care if it's a dropped pass that somebody should have caught. That's on me. Blame me. I'm not blaming anybody else. I blame everything on me. Rich, tell me what's going on. I don't know. I mean, I'd I'd like to say that I know what's going on with the Bears, but due to other things going on, doing other things on Sunday, I I haven't had a chance to watch a Bears game. I I watched this Bears game. So, I mean, is it not playing like himself? Are the Bears trying to make Justin Fields a pocket passer when he's not a pocket passer? That was the that that's one of the big things. They're yeah. telling him to stay in the pocket. Don't run. Now, there is some truth. We've said it on our show that he needs to learn how, when to be a pocket passer. And when to, to run. Now, his first instinct is to just always run. And you know what? That instinct is going to help him out a lot because our offensive line looks like garbage. Mm-hmm. Hot garbage. Flaming piles of dookie hot garbage. Rich. I thought we improved our offensive line this offseason. I thought we did too. I thought we did work to to make it a better team, and we got him some wide receiver help. 
The guys had 121 total receiving yards through these first two games. We're throwing screen passes because our offensive line can't. We threw three screen passes in one drive. They broke up two of them. Or they broke up one of them. Last play of the game. To put us into any sort of contention, basically. The last offensive play of the game. What play should we run, Rich? You're wrong. It's <coughs> it's not a screen pass, but that's what they did anyway. Yeah. So I, I, I get a chance to watch a Bears game. Um soon to see to see the issues see what this offense looks like rather than reading the box scores or looking at what justin fields did uh from a, just from a fantasy perspective but either way whether you're looking at it from actual what they actually did in the game or from a fantasy perspective it's not looking good to have any i, I don't know if you would want to start any bears <laughs> on a fantasy roster on a fantasy lineup right now with the way that they're playing and that's tough. Interception, by the way. That's how that ended. Mm. <sighs> All right, Mike. So what's anything, the else, anything else you want to touch on on the Bears before we move on to week three? Um, I, so I want to say, number one, Justin Fields is wrong. The answer is not him getting out of it. It's not 100% him getting out of his own head and just playing by instinct. We've watched that play out. And how did that work out for RG3? Not too well. How's that worked out for 99% of, of quarterbacks whose first instinct is to run around and extend the play? Not great. Not the best. Lamar Jackson hasn't is constantly eating out of the lineup. Yeah. Um, but the answer is not making Justin Fields a pocket quarterback. It's to design plays to use his abilities to make him better. And, by the way, we need to improve that offensive line because that's hot garbage. Okay, let's move on from there. Let's talk week three. Thursday night football is happening right now. The Giants and the Niners. Uh, we are. We will give you that. Uh, what that outcome is. Um, we both picked the Niners last week. I, I solidly haven't even looked at the any scoreboards yet, and I solidly right think that the Niners are probably up 175 to two. Uh, not quite. It's 23 to 12. No. In the fourth quarter with 12.45 to go. So it looks like we're going to be right on that one. But Probably. we'll wait till next we'll week to make that call. We will. All right, Mike. Lock of the week. It's an odd week, Mike. So you have the first choice. Who are you going to go with as your lock of the week? You know, last week I picked the Commanders to be an upset. But this week they're going against the Bills. And the Bills don't look like 100% of the Bills of the past. But they are definitely better than the Commanders. Then Bill's going to win. All right. Yep. 
I, I like that pick. I'm going to take an even more of a solid slam dunk, and I'm going to go with the Cowboys over the Cardinals. By the way, neither one of these pales into, com- into comparison as to our most lockiest lock of the week on a game that we both pick. We'll talk about that in no. a second. Exactly. I mean, but on the Cardinals side, how how are you up twenty to nothing at the half against a terrible team as the Giants? And then you end up losing. It's almost like they. It was like, oh crap. Um, we can't. Hey, hey guys, if you win, win, we don't get number one and number two overall. Come on now. We can't do this. That's exactly what it feels like. Well, hey, uh, hey, we want to play well enough to where it doesn't look like we're trying to lose. But we're playing too good right now. Yeah. <laughs> we're playing too good. And uh, the Giants had a big comeback victory. Yep. So I don't think they want to win this game. And the Cowboys are looking like the team to beat right now in the NFC with the yep. way that defense is playing. All right, Mike, who are you putting on upset alert? You know, and I, I'm surprised it's considered an upset. Um, and, and I know that it's because Jordan Love has been playing well. But I don't know that that's going to keep up. Jordan Love is leading the Packers. He still lost last week. The Saints he actually did. look like they understand what they're doing. So I'm going to go with the Saints. I like that pick. They're, the game's in Green Bay, which is probably what's getting the why it's not yeah. tipped the other way. Yeah. But the Saints are also playing really good defense. Yep. Yep. Um, for my upset of the week, only because they are struggling right now. I'm going to go with the Rams over the Bengals. Joe Burrow is That's struggling with a terrible injury. for me. Joe Burrow is, uh, there's talk that, is it, do you rest Joe Burrow? Do you protect Joe Burrow from himself to get you ready for a playoff stretch? To Probably have a good idea. healthy for the playoffs? And... The Rams, even without their best player, Cooper Cup, have still looked competitive in games. Yeah, yeah, I like that as an upset. Um, I'm actually surprised that that line hasn't been moved to make it a uh, to make that more of a uh, either a pick'em or you know a full-on Rams. But we don't go off the gambling line, so maybe we'll check that out later. Rich. The Bears, uh, I know we just got done talking about how terrible they are and what the heck is going on there in Chicago, but we got to make a pick. Bears are coming up, up against the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. Got any hope? No, not at all. Is this any is one. is there any game this week that you think is a more of a lock than the Kansas City Chiefs beating the Bears? Cowboys-Cardinals. Yeah, that, that would be the closest thing I could come up with. And even that, man, you think that you would think that Kyler Murray would actually play better because he doesn't want them to be able to draft his replacement? Well, it's um, kind of hard for him to play better when he's on the IR. Oh, is oh yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. So, you know. He's, he's on the IR. Kyler yeah. Murray has no control over what's going on. Yep. Um Okay. Well, yeah, there, there's no way there. It, it's it's going to take Patrick Mahomes going down with an injury, for it, and I think even their backup quarterback Blaine Gabbert could probably yep. scrape the do well enough to get them to a victory with Andy Reid calling the plays. Hundred percent. 
Okay. Uh, Thursday night football next week, a week from today. Uh, you're going to see the Lions play the Packers. Man, it's a division game. I hate picking division games in general because they tend to be crazy. Uh, where are they at, Rich? Uh, I, I believe because I put the... It uh, looks like the way you Packers have it would be seconds. in Kansas City. Um, the game is in Green Bay, so the Lions are going Bay. up to Green Bay. Okay. Over, up, kind of, yeah. Um, yeah, I still, I'm, I still don't think that's going to make much of a difference. I, the Lions have been good this year. They've been the best team in the division so far. Uh, so I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a jump on the the Lions bandwagon for at least next week. Lions beat the Packers. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Lions as well. If this game was in December, when Jared Goff doesn't play well in the cold weather, I'd say go to go with the Packers. But it's uh, it's still warm in Green Bay, so I don't think uh, being being out in the elements is gonna affect Jared Goff very well. Okay. Very much. So I'll go with the Lions. Rich, I did look, and I, I actually have a concept of where my top ten and my bottom five are for the power rankings. But let's put it on hold. Let's get a full three weeks of uh, of games in. Get a full slate of three weeks' worth of games in. That way, our ELO has time mm-hmm. to kind of look at it. And then on top of it, um, just in general, uh, we get – the first week is never a great showing uh, for what's going on, and then the second week gives you a little bit of an idea. That third week is that solid week. So we'll give you the power rankings next week. Uh, we'll also have a little bit more time to play with as it'll be a Saturday morning, and we can take a little mm-hmm. bh- bit more time on the show. Rich, uh, Mass Singer happened this last week, uh, or the not last week, the week before. Um, it was one of their stupid preview shows. They only had one contestant that showed up for it. So guess who got They had the uh, the mouse, but I, they were calling it the Atana mouse. Anana mouse. Anana mouse, yeah. Okay. Uh, so who do you think should have been eliminated, Rich? Yep, the, the only the one Anana doing mouse? it, the Anana mouse. Yeah, yep, that's the, that's the only one to get unmasked. Like, if you're going to do it as if it's a unmask- a real unmasking, w- at least have somebody else that beat them. Because I like the competition. I like comparing whose voice is better than the other, not, well, this person's getting eliminated this week. Let's go through a whole, mo- a whole season where... Here's my theory, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that she was the one that got that couldn't do it, what was it, last year or the year before, and they brought in all those last-minute people? Do you remember that last season? They really. I, Yeah, I think they had somebody they had come in s- where they had the reshuffled what would have been the normal lineup. Right, because somebody bit. dropped out at the last minute. I'm guessing it was Demi Lovato, and, what, and they were like, she's like, I really want to do the show, and they're like, well, we're not going to put you in a regular show because you dropped out last minute last year. So we'll do we'll put you in as our special for this. And we'll use all the things that we put together for you last season. You can have all that stuff. 
but you're going to be by yourself and you're going to get eliminated right away. That's my guess on what happened. Yeah, it's not a bad theory. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was it, Demi it was, Lovato, by the way. Yeah, it was disappointing to see the show, how they did the show, because it isn't even like they they recycled all their stuff of the, here's our top five, let's break down, let's count down our top five performances yeah. from the previous nine seasons. That was a recycled clip show. Did we had that they last year? The year I before? So. I mean, I liked, I agreed with the picks, I, and I, I, but yeah. Um, it was nice to see uh, Nicole Scherzinger's du- tri- triad with uh, Thingamajig and the Rhino. The Rhino. That was good. Yeah. And Barry Zito man, and uh, Victor Oladipo. Oladipo, I just that's that man's impressive. I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. Said it when he was on there. Okay. Uh, anything else with Matt Singer you want to talk about? Uh, I don't. So next. Week, oh yeah! Uh, spoiler sure alert! To, we make, forgot to give you that. Yeah. Make sure to watch. Make sure the the, the season the season starts next week. So uh, make sure before we go. Oh, Monday it starts Saturday, Friday Saturday uh, though, right? Well, I put. That's oh. When the recap oh, yeah, would yeah, be yeah, because yeah. The, we would be recording the show. Wednesday, yeah, we'll watch it. We'll watch Wednesday, it. make sure to watch it before we go on air on Saturday. So I got Mike, like four or five different places to watch it now. So yeah. All right, Mike. Esports. Esports. Yeah. So become a head coach. They said it'll be fun. They said. I had to go to a booster club meeting yesterday. Okay. Um. I didn't realize that was part of the gig, but it makes sense. The booster club donates to us. They provide stuff for us. Um, I was not expecting it, and I, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, in, in our high school, the booster clubs were these business owners and bigwigs and blah, 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 and I felt, and so I, I kind of hyped it up to myself and was a little nervous. It turns out they were just people. We hung out. We, uh, And then uh, Open Forum turned into... Uh, they always do an update for the coaches. And so I had mm-hmm. to speak and I had nothing prepared. So I kind of did it off the cuff, got it ready. Uh, they did all right. Everything went well. Uh, the booster club seems really excited. Um, but now I have pressure that by next month, I have to have my, my fundraiser ready to go. So tomorrow morning-ish, depending on how the day goes work-wise, uh, I have to get the, the stuff for the district put together and then I have to reach out to our vendor and hopefully uh, get that squared away make sure everything's ready to go if it works out uh, we'll get an online store and I'm actually I'm going to use our platform and the fact that I think our shirts are really cool I don't rich you don't have to buy one don't feel any obligations but I'm gonna put it out to you fans across the country I let me before I do that let me talk to my vendor um, let me talk to my vendor first Probably before, before Probably I make that idea. deal I think they were willing to do shipping but you have to pay for the shipping um, and I think they, they upcharge the shipping a little bit um, for the online store side 
I know they're willing to do an online store, and I'm pretty sure they're willing to ship. But I and and so that's the update on that side. That's the boring side of it. Uh, competition wise, so uh, let me give you a quick rundown. We are doing um, we are doing Super Smash Brothers. Uh, I'll, I'm going to do this really quick because Rich, it's late, and you have work probably at like oh dark thirty uh, tomorrow. Um, Oh, excuse me. Okay. Um, so in Smash Brothers, uh, our number one plays their number one. Three stock, ten minutes. Whoever comes out with the, with the victory gets three points. The guy that lost gets as many points as the guy that – as stock as he took from the first guy. And, and then the second does the same. The third does the same. Fourth, fifth. Those guys all – our our top five go against their top five in that type of a battle royale or battle not royale because it's one v one each time, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, it's actually about how you did in that match, not how you do overall. Uh, so even though like we we have lost one, we played two weeks. We've had two weeks, two game, two matches. Uh, we have lost one total game. So one head-to-head match, or one head-to-head game, um, and that was one. And that was a mistake on one of my guys' parts. No big deal. We've corrected it. We've gotten better. We've moved past it. Um, And of that, uh, I think – so each – there's 10 games in each – well, there's technically 15 games in each match. But if you only play the first two, because the first team, the team that won the first round, wins the second round, you don't have to play the third round. So the first two matches, uh, or the yeah, in the first two matches, we play ten games each, uh, and of that, I think five or six of them are my guys didn't lose a single life. Ooh. My team is great. Uh, I truly think we are going to stay with this. And I think we have a really good chance at winning state. Um, we started doing some strategy work today, um, and tomorrow we will, or and Monday, uh, we're gonna do some more, and uh, it'll be great. So um, we are, we've won two games. We are also, and I'm gonna put this in the show liners. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'll put it. I didn't put it in tonight. We also are streaming on Twitch, roughly four o'clock on. Tuesdays. So mm-hmm. if you are available, you can cheer on the Okaboji Pioneers. All right. So, so Mike, along with this, it's Super Smash Brothers. So yeah. who, which character does your number one player play? Mario. Mario. And Mario's okay. not considered a top tier guy, but my guy plays him quite well. Um, but they, they all, I mean, my guys use a variety of things. Uh, Enderman slash Steve is one of the guys that my guy, one of the guys that gets played from uh, from Minecraft. Um, All right. And then, uh, mi- the the humanoid from Pitman's. Uh, one of the guys played that today. We have a decent variety of, of characters, um, and it's great. Um, everything from fantasy, Final Fantasy through uh, Mario through um, 
we may have a Pikachu. I don't think so, but it's it's just it's great to see. Um, it is very diverse in what the character play is, and uh, we have a, uh, our third best player plays a D tiered player or character. King K. Roll, considered a terrible player. This kid uses plays this guy with a vengeance and has three stocked people. It's been amazing. Uh, I'm super excited. We're doing great. So, all right. So, as you're scrimmaging with them, who is your go-to character, Mike? Um, Samus is generally what I do. Uh, if I'm playing, one of my guys does play. I have two different guys that play Samus. Um, and there is actually a way to do that because you're allowed Samus and Dark Samus. Um, so if uh, if I'm playing a Samus, I'll play Dark Samus. And if I'm playing Dark Samus, I'll play Samus. Um, but I'll occasionally, I, I mean, honestly, I'm not that good. Like, I, I understand fundamentals. That's about it. So I got to work on getting better at combos and stuff like that. And I'm working on it, and I'm getting better. Good. I mean, right, you remember how I was in Mario Kart. You guys, like, so quick story. Rich and I and his wife and my wife play Mario Kart together semi-regularly. And um, I was always decent, but I think, uh, I don't want to say I, I, I'm, I'm that, I've, I, my skills improved playing Mario Kart last, last spring. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, you guys, you guys still give me some some troubles here and there, but for the most part, I've I've gotten pretty decent. Hopefully, that works with Smash too. So, gotcha. okay, uh, with that, Rich, do you have any shout outs? Um, um I, I do. I, I yeah. got a shout out uh, my father-in-law, Ron. So it's his birthday on Saturday. Oh, happy birthday, Ron! Um, by the way, you know what tomorrow is, and by tomorrow I mean like? in two hours from now. What's up? It's Bilbo Baggins' birthday, bro. It's oh. also Frodo Baggins' birthday. I, I never got into the Lord of the Rings series, Mike. I'm it's sorry. okay. I have to nerd out once in a while, and the esports put me in the nerd out mode. So, um, I got to shout out my father-in-law. We're gonna celebrate his birthday. Th- that was this past Monday. Uh, we're gonna head down there. Uh, we're gonna head over to Decora and have some fun with him. Um, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be great. Rich, it's that time of the show. We have no show shout-outs, but if they want to get a show shout-out, how do they do that? Well, check us out on Facebook, as you can find the Facebook live feed on either Fans of Balls and Sticks or Balls and Sticks. And if you you are watching us on Facebook and you want to take us in your car for a three-hour drive across Iowa, go ahead and look us up wherever you find your podcasts as we're on all the major platforms. Finally, Rich... They like video, but they want they don't want to use Facebook. What's the best way for them to find us? Uh, find us on the YouTube. Yep. And with that, Rich, what's it time to do? Mike, let's go ahead and roll that outro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your host, Mike. And rich. <laughs>